When I found out that Mac Jones wasn't going to be playing against the Packers, I knew deep down that as much as I wanted to hype up Brian Hoyer and Damien Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, the Patriots were going to lose this game. And in my mind, they were going to lose badly. But what we saw on Sunday, despite the loss, was one of the most inspiring games that the Patriots have played all year. And even without Mac Jones, I think we might have seen one of the best offensive performances from this team so far. Now in this game, I technically got what I wanted in terms of who I wanted to be the quarterback for this game. I mean, Brian Hoyer on the Patriots' second offensive drive was hit by Packers edge rusher Rashawn Gary and suffered a concussion, resulting in him exiting into the locker room and eventually downgraded to out for the rest of the game. Now, I absolutely do hope that he is okay, and I do wish him all the best. Concussions are really becoming way too frequent. I mean, even Packers safety Adrian Amos suffered a concussion in this game and was downgraded to out. And then obviously you have the Tua situation, which again, I'm hoping he's doing all right as well. But in the end for this game, we got to see the fourth round wonder, Bailey Zappi step onto the field and I'm not going to sit here and say that Bailey Zappi was amazing given the circumstances and that we should all be really proud of him for his performance. That's not what I'm going to say. What I will say is that Zappi, for a guy that likely didn't think he'd be doing much in terms of studying for this game, stepped in, made a couple of nice throws, and limited his turnovers. He was very solid. And as I said in the prior video, his mobility allowed him to escape from a couple of would-be sacks. But in the end, it wasn't like Bailey Zappi was going to be able to evade the Packers' pass rush forever. And in fact, it was his pocket presence in this game that would end up actually costing the Patriots, in my opinion. Zappi simply panicked a couple of times in the pocket, and you could tell that his pocket presence is just simply not that good. And he was sacked a multitude of times and was clamored by Rashawn Gary that resulted in a fumble. Speaking of Gary, he's got five sacks already this year, and he had two in this game alone. The Packers have an excellent pass rusher in their hands right now. Now, I will admit, Matt Patricia probably could have trusted Zappi with the ball more often, especially in the fourth quarter and overtime with the game on the line. But I'm not going to criticize Patricia too much because he was absolutely phenomenal in this game in terms of the play calling. Knowing Jones was out, he relied on the run game, like I said the Patriots need to do. And from there, Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris simply went to work. Both were absolutely amazing. Harris with his usual speed and burst, and Stevenson's patience and bruising ability. The former aspect of Stevenson's game, I'm actually growing to like. I do think that the fact that having two running backs with pretty much polar opposite running styles is really going to be something that other defensive coordinators have to game plan for and potentially could end up becoming an X-Factor the same way A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones are for the Packers offense. But going back to the game, I mean, those two are simply amazing and Patricia made some amazing calls to just keep the ground game going. And so you've got to commend him here. Now, I do want to talk quickly about that fourth down call in overtime, fourth and five in Green Bay territory. The Patriots got the ball and Bill Belichick decides to punt. Now, some of you here watching may have seen my Bill Belichick decision-making video that I made back during the summer, where I looked at three key moments from the Patriots season and how Bill Belichick's safe decision-making cost the Patriots in each of those games. And so normally, I would actually pound Belichick for not going for it here, because with Mac Jones, I have no doubt that Mac Jones would be able to convert here, get those five yards, and keep the chains going. But Billy Zappi had been rough 
pretty much for the entire game. I mean, I think people are giving him just a little bit too much credit. Bailey Zappi was not amazing in this game, and especially on third down. And the Packers' pass defense, both their pass rush and their secondary, were just incredible in this game, like I said. And so the Patriots were simply not going to be able to convert. And so I do respect the call to punt here. It just so happened that the defense wasn't able to get a stop. End of story. Now defensively, an absolutely amazing performance from Jack Jones. A forced fumble and a pick that also happened to be returned for a touchdown. And for the most part throughout the game, he was pretty damn good in coverage as well. I mean, I know it's one game, but this is incredibly encouraging to see him perform this early. I talked about him coming out of the draft and about how really between him and Marcus Jones, I genuinely thought that he was just the better cover corner out of the two players. And so I'm definitely looking to see how the Patriots are able to develop him as his career goes on. I mean, this guy is just special. Now, Matt Judon is also a very special guy in my heart. He's got a sack in every single game so far, and he's just been an overall game wrecker. The Patriots' pass rush was, again, very solid, but that run defense is what really cost the Patriots. I mean, Aaron Jones going to this game was one of my X factors, and he absolutely showed up. Same with A.J. Dillon. Now, technically, you can make the excuse that the Patriots were missing nose tackle Lawrence Guy, but I don't really think that much changes even then. I mean, the Patriots' run defense has historically been weak, and again, going into that final drive in overtime, the Packers, all they had to do was just pound the ball down the Patriots' throats, and they would be good to go, and that's exactly what they did. Now, overall, seeing as how this game could have definitely gotten much worse for the defense, I'm not going to pummel them too much, but again, third down defense is still a problem that is yet to be fixed, and so four weeks in, I think there has to be some cause for concern in that area. But that about wraps it up for this episode. Just a gut-wrenching loss for the Patriots in a game that you really thought they were going to be able to win, and yet they just come up just short. But again, I do think that given what happened in this game without Mac Jones, I think that, again, even considering last week against the Ravens, for those first three quarters, the Patriots were pretty darn good on offense. And even against the Steelers, they weren't amazing, but the offense got going on a couple of drives. And so going up against the Lions, if Mac Jones does come back healthy, and that's a big if, then we might see a very good offensive output against a Lions defense that just is not very good. And seeing how good the Patriots defense has performed so far, I mean, you're hoping next week is an easy win, but at the end of the day, the Patriots just need to get back into the win column. But hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'll catch you guys later in the next one. Peace out. <laughs>